and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont, and we are coming to you live from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, I'm really excited because we are going to be having a guest from North Carolina join us uh, who is an expert on resume writing. Last week, we had a great guest talk about what uh, a hiring manager talked about, what he looked for in resumes, and today we are going to spin it around and have a, a career expert that focuses on resumes, give us some really good tips as well as educate us on workforce certificates and all sorts of other stuff relating to the job search. But before we dive into that, first of all, I want to make sure everybody knows who I am out there. I am Todd Bermont, author of 10 Insider Secrets to a Winning Job Search. And uh, also I head up sales and marketing for Evolve here in Houston. We design and build data centers. So uh, those of you that are tuning in today, we've got a great show. We're going to be talking resumes and uh, along those lines, we have the question of the week. And the uh, question of the week is from Brittany. And Brittany asks, and, and first of all, before I get into the question of the week, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our Facebook page. We want to make sure we encourage our listeners. If you've got a question that you want us to ask on the question of the week, talk to us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash your career. Also, if you got a question, feel free to email me at tbermont at irlonestar.com. And uh, also some other great news. We are on Google Play and iTunes. So just check us out. Your career with Todd Bermont. Now to the question of the week. It's from Brittany. Brittany asks, is it okay to post your resumes on monster.com and indeed in other places if you currently have a job? And uh, I'm going to ask our guest when she joins us after the break this question as well, because this is a, this is a really tough question, Brittany, because um, the answer is it really depends on if you're willing to lose your job. Because Anytime you post your resume online, uh, folks from your company could potentially find out that you are indeed looking for a new job. Now, this could have a positive benefit from the standpoint if they really like you, they might proactively try to improve things for you and proactively maybe promote you or give you a raise. Or on the negative side, they might see that you're looking for a job and make the decision for you and, and uh, let you go. Um, so it's, it's, it's really a risk. Now, some of these sites do have a privacy mode where you can post the resume credentials without posting your name and contact information. So on those sites that do have a privacy mode where you can do that, um, I would suggest that you could use, uh, you know, you could potentially post your resume on those sites, but just know anytime you post something out on the internet, People are going to see it, both people that you want to see it and potentially people that you don't. So it's a risk. And uh, I'm really torn on this one. And, you know, I'd like to get the reaction of our guest when she joins us on this question of the week because it, it is a tough call. It, it's a very tough call. Um, 
you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these sites, just because you post your resume, you may get a lot of unwanted solicitations and you might not get interest from folks that you really want to target. You know, I've always been a big believer that I'd rather you find jobs through networking because that's how the best jobs are found are through networking with folks and reaching out to people you know and people they know and finding new opportunities that way. And that, that's certainly a lot less risk doing it that way than posting your resume online. So, Brittany, not sure if that answered your question or not, but uh, we will get the thoughts of our guest shortly. Now, um, also, I uh, want to talk about the weekly unemployment report. The weekly unemployment report, again, I have great news to report. 228,000 was numbered this week for uh, first-time unemployment claims. And again, anything under 300,000 is a positive number. So since the beginning of the year, we have been under 300,000 claims every single week, I believe, except for one week. I think there was one week. Outside of that, every week has been below that number and, and sitting at 228,000. That is awesome. What that means is if you've recently lost your job, take solace in knowing that it's a great job market right now and you're likely to find another job quickly. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it also speaks to how, how robust and how strong the economy is right now. So uh, things are starting to fly on all cylinders, and uh, I expect good things to come. So we're going to be going to a short break, and uh, when we come back from the break, we have career expert, resume expert, that typing lady, Miss Latanya Brooks, coming to join us shortly after the break. You are listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite Lone Star Community Radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Suddenlink Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV. Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. We are coming to you from just an absolutely gorgeous day here in downtown Conroe, Texas. Conroe is always beautiful, but I tell you, it is especially beautiful on this bright, sunny, blue sky day. And uh, I am really excited today because uh, we have a guest on the line uh, from North Carolina and uh, Miss Latanya Brooks and Latanya uh, she heads up an employment research firm, and uh, which is kind of an interesting concept in itself because you know normally you hear the term recruiters, but you know what is exactly an employment research firm? I'm really curious to uh, learn that. And uh, Latanya also goes by uh, that typing lady, and uh, you know that's another term you don't hear anymore is the word typing, but it's so important when it comes to resumes because. The biggest mistake I know I see on resumes, even with spell check, and there's absolutely no excuse with spell check. But even with spell check, I can't tell you how many typos and mistakes I see on resumes on a daily basis. So uh, before the break, we had a question of the week. And uh, so we're going to dive in. We're going to introduce Latanya here. 
And uh, then I want to get her feedback on the question of the week as well. So, Latanya, first of all, Latanya, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. So, uh, how's the weather down in North Carolina today? Oh, it's very rainy outside, but it's beautiful. It's in the 70s. Uh, you got to come to Texas where it's bright, sunny day today. So, uh, so tell me, Latanya, uh, first of all, a little bit of background about yourself and what got you into this employment research business? I started the business in 2004 as a, a resume typing service, and then the business grew into doing um, the typing service, what, uh, prepared resumes, typing. for. College. I was a full-time college student at the time, and then I expanded the business uh, into two, two different businesses called LaBrooks Employment Research in 2010. So how were you able to run a business and be in college full-time at the same time? That's, that sounds impressive to me. I did. I ran a business and I graduated. I worked a night shift, so I was able to have my free time with other students and be able to earn money and pay my way through college. That's incredible. So did you ever sleep then? No. <laughs> so uh, uh, so then you, you helped out fellow college students then with their resumes and, and with the interview process while you were in school? I I did. I interviewed college students, and I helped them to do their resume, and I helped them get jobs. We post different positions online and did a lot of research for them. And when they went to graduate, I helped them get different positions and make sure that their resume w would target the position that their um, with th that their degree mm -hmm. would be in. And and that's part of what LaBrooks Employment Research is doing, research, helping you to find a job that you would like to do and custom make each resume to target that position, skills, training, typing, and that's what I do. So I'd like you to elaborate a little further on what, what exactly is employment research? I, I've not really heard the term employment research before, so I, I'd love for you to elaborate on that. Employment research is all about researching the job market, to see who's hiring, and to try to take the uh, the candidate and actually find that kind of job with any state that they're looking for a position, and to try to see if I match their skills up with what they're looking for. Outstanding. That's what research is. Outstanding. Well, uh, Latanya, before I uh, went to break, we uh, we have a weekly segment on on the program called the Question of the Week, and uh, this came from an Ed to Go student who's currently uh, taking my course this month, uh, Twelve Steps to a Successful Job Search, and um, Brittany had the question: Is it okay to post your resume on Monster or Indeed or one of those type places? if you currently have a job. And I'm curious to get your perspective on that, being a professional in the field. It depends on the candidate. I wouldn't just post my resume online because we have too many people who copy off resumes. I would post my resume only when I'm looking for a job. I would save my resume because you have to remember law resumes are going to change. And because they're going to change, it's not going to be the same. So it's redundant to have it there. Outstanding, outstanding feedback. Well, excellent. Well, well. First of all, uh, I'd like to dive in I, the way and and for the folks in the audience, the way I got to know Latanya uh, was Latanya actually uh, took one of my recent Ed to Go classes, and um, one of the things I was intrigued about Latanya was uh, 
in the class you were mentioning about workforce readiness certificates and and um, uh, the fact that there's been some changes in that area. And, and first of all, I was wondering if you could first of all talk about what is a uh, workforce readiness certificate, first of all, and second of all, what are some of the changes in that field? Workforce readiness um, began about in, in 2010, 2011. The governors went in and they decided they wanted to test candidates and people who are looking for work for their skills, applied math, and uh, logistics in mm -hmm. a particular area. And what they did is they wanted to make sure that your skills were ready for you to go to work. And I went in in 2011 when I was in Georgia, and I found out about it. They paid you to come in, and if you passed the test, they gave you um, a reward um, for that. And that's what they did. And when you um, go and do the skills training, you get a bronze, a silver, or platinum, or gold certificate. Okay. And mine is... Um, I have a, a silver certificate, and that certificate was good for about five or six years. And so I believe this year the Workforce Readiness Certificate prepares you for the workforce, and you take and put that certificate on your resume. And when employers see that, they automatically are supposed to pull that candidate, interview that candidate, because you go in front of the line. So it's important that you put that certificate on your resume, all the resumes. And this year, um, they're expiring all the old certificates. So go online. I believe it's $20. I paid my $20, and I got me another certificate. I transferred it over into the National Career Readiness Certificate, and it's still silver. And for $20, they transferred it over, and it's going to expire um, 2021. Now, with these certificates, I'm curious, where do you get one of these certificates from? Like, uh, like if, if you're in Texas, would you go to, like, the local Workforce Solutions Office? Or where can you go to get these certificates? You can go into any Workforce Solutions Office, and you should be able to go into the Department of Labor. They're supposed to be giving that test to all candidates. I know the Goodwill industry here in Charlotte, North Carolina, they offer the testing to people who would like to um, come in and be tested. And then you have a lot of different stations in each state that they can call, they can go online, and they can register to take the test online. But I would wait to go into one of the workforce places because it's free. If you go online, they may charge you to take the test. But they have different places on for every state where you can call to get that testing for free. It, you don't pay anything to take the test. And at that time, when I took the test, they were paying people to come in and take that test. They were getting you ready, ready for that job market. And it's very beneficial to have that certificate because it puts you ahead of all the other candidates. And it's been very beneficial to me. Interesting. Well, when we, we're going to be going to a brief break, but when we come back from the break, Latanya, I'd like to drill more into these workforce readiness certificates because I'm curious if you have to take classes first or if you can just get tested and those types of things. So you're currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont globally on IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned for much more. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? 
for an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick at irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And, uh, you know, for, you know, I've been getting a lot of questions lately. Do you have sponsors for this program? And the answer is absolutely yes. You know, those uh, businesses out there locally that would like to promote your business, whether it's career-related or not, uh, you want to sponsor our program, check out our page. We have a special page on IRLoneStar.com slash your career. That's IRLoneStar.com slash your career. Also, uh, you can reach out to me via email at tbermont at IRLoneStar.com. We certainly welcome new sponsors to the program. Now, uh, currently on our show today, we have Ms. Latanya Brooks from North Carolina. And uh, we were talking about workforce readiness certificates and before mm-hmm. the break. And, and Latanya, I'm, I'm curious, do you have to take a class before you get tested? How, how does that work? Well, first you have to go into the nearest career resource center. And what they'll do is they'll find, they'll, number one, are you ready? to be tested. They mm-hmm. do training and you can take some training before you take the test. And the test is filled with math, applied um, science, and uh, logistics. And I would uh, practice my math, geometry, and my algebra to get ready for this testing. And it also prepares you for um, not just that, but they ask you, you know, different questions that they'll have on there. And I would just go there and let them test. Let me train them, train you to get ready for that test. And once you take that test, it'll let you know whether you have a four or a five, a six or a seven. They they test you on the geometry and algebra. Yeah, it's filled with math. You have three different sections. Wow. And then you may have, let's, let's say you have um, uh, typing. Mm-hmm. They want, they have questions on there about typing, and you just want to go there and be well-rounded and ready for the test. Everything that you learned in high school is going to be built on that test. So what if you're somebody like me that uh, you're up, a little up there in age, you know, I'm over 50, and uh, it's been a long time since I took geometry in high school, and I'm not sure how much of that I'd remember. Uh, do they have refresher courses and whatnot that you can take through Workforce Solutions to get kind of ramped back up on, on the math? Oh, yeah. they All career centers have that. Matter of fact, your local library, if you go to your local library, get a library card and go in there ask the librarian. And they will give you training for geometry. And you can get you some books at the uh, library and just start practicing your math. Practice how to do placing things uh, around. You know, just do refresher courses from high school. How to read, you know, different paragraphs. And and everything that you did in high school reflects on this test. So I really, really would recommend that you go into the library and ask the librarian, well, can I like to uh, brush up on my geometry, my algebra, my reading? Everything that you learned in high school all the way up is going to be listed in that test. Outstanding. And you have a lot of verified skills for the workplace. It's like a career advancement, preparing you, getting you ready for your career. And does it matter what career you're looking for, or is this test applicable to most any career? 
it goes for all careers. For example, let's say um, if you're a secretary mm -hmm. and you go take that test, you have to let them know why you're taking a test. And you'll go and they say, well, what kind of type of work would you look for? They say, well, I'm a welder. And okay. then they'll take and give you that test. It's like an additional test for a welder. But you still would take the math, applied science. It's it's a skill or workforce advancement testing. And then they'll turn around and they give you a secretarial test. It, it has a lot of different questions on your career. And then once you pass the test, it'll tell you whether or not you get a four or whether or not you get a five. Everything depends on your career. And then you can apply for those positions once you get your numbers in order. If you have a bronze certificate and you try to apply for a secretary position, I would go back and try to increase that certificate to a silver. Okay. Outstanding advice. This is, this is a great education even for myself on, on these workforce readiness certificates. I'm not sure I was totally aware of what these things were and, and the fact that they're out there and that you can take it. That's, that is awesome. Now I'd like to dive into resumes and uh, you specialize in creating resumes for folks. And, and I'm curious, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see people make on their resumes? They copy off of other people's resume because they really don't want to sit and take the time face-to-face -to, -face to do an informational interview. You can sit down with your mom, with your uncle, find a life coach, find a career coach, somebody who cares. People really don't want to come out of their pocket to invest in a good resume. It's very beneficial to sit down for each and every career and ask that person, do I need any more skill path training? Do I need any more professional development? Do I need any more typing skills? All that stuff is very beneficial on a resume. My job is to help recruiters make their job easy. The more information I put on that resume, the better for the recruiter. I work with a lot of recruiters on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, and I try to get them ready because it's easy for them. They, it, it may, Once they look at it, they only have a couple of seconds before they make that final decision. So my job is to make sure that you have everything on that resume that you need for that job. Now, I'm curious, you say Facebook and Twitter. I always thought LinkedIn was, was the site that recruiters went to the most. Um, I'm curious if you could expand a little bit on the, on the Facebook and Twitter. No, you have recruiters on Facebook. You have Aerotech. You have Manpower. All of them are on Facebook. And they're on Twitter, too. And uh, we all communicate, and I'll talk on LinkedIn, too, as well. I just don't have a premium account, but I do talk with them on LinkedIn. Outstanding. So um, how, can, how can you tell when somebody's copied on a resume? Because that's normally not them. You can tell from the resume that they have. And people normally don't have uh, candidates, don't really have a lot of qualifications. They have the job. But the skilled training, a lot of them don't even have the National Work Ready Certificate. It's like, well, did you bother to go into career source to let them test you, at, you know, put the certificate there? Did you let them test you for your typing? Some of them don't even have current typing on there, Microsoft Word, Excel. And then when, they, when it's time to interview and they come in for an interview and you, t you, you test them, they, don't, they can't pass the test. You know, current data entry is very important. You know, just go into some of these career source places and let them test you on the data entry. You could practice on your data entry. You know, get your skills to go up. 
It makes it very easy for employment researchers like myself to prepare these candidates for the job market and for these recruiters to help them post their resume to the employers. And they only have a couple of seconds before they make that decision whether or not they want to bring you in. And a great informational interview with a coach like myself is great because we can bring out the best in that person to create their own resume valuable to a recruiter for in an employer. Outstanding. Well, we're going to be going to another break, but when we come back from the break, I really want to dive into some more best practices for resumes and, and from your perspective, what you can do on a resume to really get a recruiter's attention. So uh, you are currently listening to your career with Todd Bermont on IR Lone Star 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned because we're going to go through a lot more valuable information on the resume. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. We come to you live from beautiful downtown Conroe every Friday at 2 o'clock Central. And uh, we get a lot of questions from time to time, people wondering, do we have podcasts out there? And yes, we do. Uh, however you want to listen to us, we can, we are there to be heard. Number one, you can find us on our YouTube channel. Number two, we also have a SoundCloud channel. Number three, you can come to our radio page right here at IRLoneStar.com slash your career. In addition, look us up on iTunes or Google Play, and you can listen to us in the car while you're driving. Uh, there is no excuse to miss the valuable information you get every week here on your career. Also, those of you that are interested in sponsoring the program, reach out to me at tbermont at IRLoneStar.com. So I'd like to welcome our guest back, Ms. Latanya Brooks, coming to us all the way from North Carolina. And um, we were talking about resumes prior to the break. And uh, Latanya, I'm, I'm really curious, um, what are some ideas that you incorporate into resumes that, that get them to stand out from the crowd? Customer service. Customer service workshops, put workshops that you've been to. Make sure you have uh, collaboration on your resume and make sure that you have training. If you're in restaurant now, you know you need learn, serve on there. Now, if you're an assistant manager, you know you need managerial training. You should have a certificate for managerial training. You should have human resources. You should have uh, communication you should have interpersonal skills listed on that resume. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and pay the money to build the resume. If you are in an executive secretary, you know you should have current skills as a secretary. You should have secretary and administrative assistant. 
customer service, you should have receptionist training on your certificate. So you know, well, so and, where, then, and then so you where, take that and put that on your resume. So where can people go to get this training? Do you have to go back to college? Are there online classes available? Where do you go to get this training? That's where a good coach like myself comes in. People have to learn to ask in their state, where can I get this training? Go to the nearest career source center, go to the unemployment office, go to a workforce development place, go to the library. I work with so many libraries here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they have great ideas, great training programs. They have good Internet training, current training, Microsoft Word. All of that goes on your resume. Type in current. Type in you have to have a section for every little thing. Don't be afraid to put the training and skills listed on that resume specifically just for you. If you have warehouse experience, make sure you have distribution and logistics training on your resume. And so, I will so also put the... my certificate from Edigo on there that I just completed. I think I sent it over to you, those 12 yep. steps to a successful job search. I put that on my resume. Outstanding. I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm curious, where do you list that on the resume? I put that under career development. I have a career development resume specifically for myself when I like to apply for different positions. I have different resumes custom made specifically to target that position. But yet, make sure it goes back 10 years. You still have to put your jobs on there for 10 years, but you want to target each resume. Let's say you do go for a warehouse position. You still have to list all your jobs for the past 10 years, full-time and part-time, but you just want to build that warehouse resume. You want to put logistics training, customer service. You want to put that you're a forklift driver. You want to put the software that you use, the hardware that you use if you clean the bathrooms. You want to make sure you have all that down. If you're a manager of a warehouse, that's even worse because then you need human resources training. You need custom um, supervisors, customer service training. It gets more in depth. You get hard. The higher you are in the position, the more you have to put on that resume. I've seen at least three pages for president of a business because that's just how big it is. If you earn in a hundred thousand to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, employers want to see money on the resume. Some of them have to use a federal resume because of the salary and the high of the position that it, they're in. And well, don't well, be that, afraid to put their human resources on there. Well, and that brings up a really good question. Um, from During the class, you had mentioned the fact that there was a lot of differences between a resume that that's for a federal job or a government job versus a resume for a job in the private sector. And I'm curious, what are some aspects of the federal, what, like if you're trying to get a job with the federal government, what are some aspects of the resume that are different versus the private sector? Well, you have the salary requirement. You have salary requirement. You, it's just designed differently. That's what it is. And because it's designed differently, it's going to be the same resume, but you may have the address and you may have the salary requirement. I know for me, I use federal resume when I apply for state 
or federal positions, even regular jobs, I'll take and put it on there because I'm not afraid to let them know what I'm worth, especially if you're in a high position and an executive secretary, you're earning a certain salary, so you expect to be paid for that position. That's why when coaches like myself, when I get ready to do research for a position, I always ask them, well, what was your last salary? What would you like to earn? Because when you apply for a position, you really want to match the salary that you're accustomed to making. And that's the best thing when it comes to using a federal resume because you want to let them know what you're earning. Well, what if somebody isn't happy with the level of earnings that they're currently at and they want to make more money? How do you then handle that on, on the federal resume? Well, they can even increase their training and their educational level, or they can just apply for a position that is not earning that salary. So, but are they going to be pigeonholed if, if on the resume, like, like let's say somebody's never earned more than 50000 a year and all of a sudden they want to try to get a job paying 75000 a year now that they've gotten that training, um, are they pigeonholed by putting their old salary on the resume or how do you handle that? No, no one can ever judge a person based upon what they really earn because you have to negotiate. That's where negotiate. If a company wants you to be there, they'll pay you what you're worth. I've never had a company that didn't pay me what I was worth. I went on jobs where that was posting $11 an hour, but they paid me 13 And the reason why they paid me 13 because that's what I asked for. I said, can you pay me 13 I did a federal resume just like that. F and the position was only paying. You know, you go on little contract positions, mm-hmm. but they say we'll pay you thirteen or fourteen dollars an hour because that's what I asked for. You have to learn how to negotiate. And when you apply for the position, sometimes companies they'll pay you more for what you have. Say, well, I'm a current college. I just graduated from Kaplan University. So they say, all right. Well, since you're a current graduate, because that bachelor's degree was there, they'll pay you thirteen dollars an hour. And sometimes if you increase your education, your training, just one or two little basic certificates will get you uh, a higher salary. Interesting. So um, so from your perspective, and uh, we've got about uh, four more minutes left for this segment, and uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the radio today. You know, I'm curious in this final four minutes, if you could share with us a uh, some best practices when it comes to the resume, and then also how people can get a hold of you. People can get a hold of me uh, by going my, my, on my website at www.thattypeandlady.com, and they can just send me an email and just ask me as a career coach, and I'll take a look at their resume and see if this is who they really are. When you go on an interview, you really want them to see you in a resume. You want to have great skills and training and don't use bad templates to create a resume because that's not really them. And you want to design each position to target the job that you are applying for. And don't be afraid to let people know what you are past earning and what you expect to earn for uh, at a job because you really want to be happy in a position that you have. And get with some of your family and your friends and ask them to look at your resume. Ask them to tell you what you're worth. And they say, they will help you. Family and friends are great. They'll sit down and say, yeah, you can really use, you know, some training. And then, you know, when you do, when they do tell you that, take that to heart because your family will tell you the way it is. See, when you somebody else tell it hurts. But when family tell you, they tell you to you out of love. 
And then <laughs> people true. will go there and they'll go and they'll say, all right, well, I'll try to find me some certificates. And then people will put that on their resume. And if they don't know how to do it, find a good coach. They'll help you train and go to your nearest career source, go to a Goodwill Industries unemployment office, and ask people to help you build your resume. You want to be different, and you definitely want to get the job. Well, and, and that's really good advice because a lot of people don't realize, a lot of people think that to go to your local workforce, you have to be unemployed to to go. And, and I'm not sure how it is in North Carolina, but I know here locally in the Houston area, if anybody can walk into Workforce Solutions, our tax dollars pay for this as, as well as the unemployment uh, funds that companies pay into. And, and anybody, whether you have a job or don't have a job, or, or even if you're in school, anybody locally in Houston can go into Workforce Solutions and use their services for free. Uh, is it the same way in North Carolina? It, are all the services there are free. People just don't want to ask because they don't want to give. And if people don't ask, they don't get. And that's why they, their resumes are the way they are. Don't be afraid to ask, and don't definitely be afraid to ask your family because people love you. And because they love you, they will tell you out of love what you need on your resume. No, there isn't anything there. You can use a little bit more training. And when you go there, they're going to tell you the same thing. If you would like to apply for a job here, this is what you can do to build your resume. And you take that job description and look at the salary and you build from that. Look at your resume to see if I apply for this position, will they call me in for an interview? You fit your resume. If you say communication skills, you know you should have a certificate in communication. If it's a human resources, you want a certificate in human resources. All of that goes on your resume. If it's a Microsoft Word, Internet, PowerPoint, you want a certificate for every little thing, and you definitely want to put your National Career Readiness Certificate on there. Outstanding. Well, Latanya, I want to thank you so much for joining the program today. You've been an absolutely wonderful guest. I can't believe these uh, 45 minutes just flew by today. Your advice was fantastic. Um, one more time, how can people get a hold of you? You can go to my website at www.thattypinglady.com, T-H-A-T-T-Y-I-N-G-L-A-D-Y.com, thattypinglady.com, and you can just go on the website, and uh, just give me a uh, contact me. Uh, my email is there and my address. Outstanding. So that's thattypinglady.com. Well, excellent. Well, Latanya, I can't thank you enough for being on the program today. I wish you all the best. And, uh, you know, I'd like to think about some, some thoughts now that Latanya shared with us uh, while she was with us today. You know, she, she talked about the importance of, of getting uh, folks to look at your resume and to get a different set of eyes. You know, and it's interesting because I've written a couple of books and, um, well, actually several books. And on average, I probably have done 60 revisions to each book before they went to the publisher. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. You can think that you've caught every single typo and you can run spell check and, and the spell check will come out clean. You still think you found every typo. And in reality, you have grammar mistakes or typos or whatever that 
you know, and you, you find it out by, you know, as far as us in the book business, we hire an editor to, uh, to go through and look at it from a grammar and, and typo perspective. And, and it's amazing. I mean, after I've done like 50 revisions of, the, of a book, I can hand it to an editor and he or she is going to find a ton of mistakes. And, and you think, how is that possible? Well, sometimes when you look at something for so long, you, something obvious, you, you miss it. So it's so important to get a third-party perspective. So we're going to go to a break and then wrap things up with some final thoughts for the week. But you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1. Stay tuned for more. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, coming in June of 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com sponsor, or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont, and we are coming to you live from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas. I tell you, it is an absolutely gorgeous day out there today, and it's hard not to have a smile on your face when... The skies are blue and the sun is shining and it's Friday. Uh, it's just a great time to be alive down here in Texas. And, um, yeah, I want to talk about a few things. You know, first of all, in the interview with Latanya today, she brought up some, some really good points. She brought out the importance of customizing your resume uh, to, you know, to the opportunity and, uh, you know, one of the things that Latanya brought out that's so important is ongoing training, ongoing education. And uh, a lot of folks don't realize, uh, you know, like my ed to go class is available through many libraries across the country. And uh, when you take a class at the library, you don't have to pay for it. It's, it's a wonderful thing. So I... Uh, if your local library does not carry the Ed to Go classes, ask them to do so because you can get such wonderful training free at your local library. You can also get a lot of free training at Workforce Solutions. Workforce Solutions is an outstanding place to go to, not only when you're in need of a job, but just to improve your career and to take your career to the next level. And speaking of workforce solutions, you know, for those employers that are out there, workforce solutions has a lot of programs to where you can actually hire a new employee and have their salary subsidized by the government for the first few weeks. Uh, and, and the government can even subsidize for people um, getting the right 
gear, the right equipment, the right clothing. Uh, it's amazing the programs that are out there to help employers bring people on board as well. So I encourage everybody, whether you're an employer or, uh, you know, especially a small, medium business, or whether you're somebody that just wants to improve your career, check out your local workforce solutions. Now, uh, next week, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've talked about this topic. And uh, next week, we're going to cover the importance of building confidence and, and really figuring out well, what is it that I really want to do for a living. A lot of people, a lot of people struggle with this. And uh, it's been a while since we touched upon this topic, and we're going to revisit it. Because whether you got a job or not, it's so important to be confident. It's so important to believe in yourself. And, you know, for those of you who may have recently gotten laid off or recently lost your job, uh, you can't take it personally. Yes, you want to learn from the experience and try to get an understanding of why you might have been let go. But look, it happens to the best people in life. It's important not to internalize it, not to view the failure, view it as a learning experience and, and believe in yourself and believe in your ability to succeed. It's, it's so important because at the end of the day, I don't care whether you have a job or not. If you don't believe in the value that you bring to the table, if you don't believe in the fact that, that you are a dynamite person that anybody would be lucky to have you on their team, then it's going to be very difficult for you to succeed in your career. And no one opportunity is the last opportunity. Every day we wake up with a fresh new clock. You know, life is so fascinating because every day when the sun comes up and we are blessed to see that sunrise, every day it's a chance for a new start a new beginning. And next week, we're going to talk all about building confidence and how to figure out what are some steps you can do to figure out what that ideal job is. So with that, I want to wish everybody a really successful day and a wonderful weekend. We appreciate you listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on IRLoneStar.com. FM 104.5, 106.1. Thank you so much for listening today and have a successful day. Thanks for checking out this recording from Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station and broadcasted live from Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Interested in sponsoring this show, being a guest, hosting your own show, then please visit us online at IRLoneStar.com and check out the Contact Us page. We want to say thank you to our studio supporters, our traffic sponsor, Conroe Americana Music Festival at ConroeAmericanaMusicFestival.com. For more information about this show, please check out the information below in the description. 